Business Tech Weekly, podcast episode number 41. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Business Tech Weekly. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And my name is Andy Traub. We're here each and every week to help you, the small to medium-sized business owner, to navigate the world of technology to help you to become more efficient, profitable, and productive with the little bit of resources that you might have as far as this thing called time. And not to mention the fact that you get to just hang out and listen to two guys, two of the coolest guys on the face of this planet, I might add, just sit back and talk about business and technology. I mean, why else would you want to come and listen to this show other than just for Cliff and Andy? Uh, valuable information. Oh, yeah, that too. There all right. Go. So anyway, Andy, I see that you have a show notes all worked oh. up here. I've got... Oh, we goodness. got show notes using wow. our... We should get paid for this, but we don't. Using our Carbon Fin Outliner iPad app. Absolutely. Thank, app, thank you, absolutely. Carbon Fin. Although yes. they should they should subs- they should uh, sponsor our show or at least they should except sponsor for a, except for it's a college kid isn't it <laughs> I think so he should sponsor our show notes uh, anyway yeah. go ahead <laughs> <laughs> our show notes today are sponsor sponsored every by. portion the intro is sponsored by the show notes are, yeah topic anyway. number one is sponsored by okay go <laughs> ahead all right that's what Leo does um yeah we got lots of show notes lots of stuff to cover you got that feedback ready I've got some feedback are you going to feedback yeah. already. No, I'm just making sure. Yes. Just, oh, you know, dude, I am prepared. Accountability. Let, okay. let me tell you something. I woke up at 4 o'clock this morning. I am so excited about what I do for a living. I love what I do so much that when I, when I accidentally woke up at 4 o'clock this morning, I looked at the clock and I said, you know what? By golly, I'm just going to go get started. And I was, I was down in the studio by 4.30 in the morning, and I have been hard at it ever since. And today is probably one of the best production days as far as podcasting has gone ever i am i am on top of my game and this i don't understand how you do that without coffee when was your first diet coke today uh my first diet coke was at 403 (laughs) a.m okay (laughs) all right it was right after i brushed my teeth (laughs) Mm, let's not talk about that all right all right all right yeah we got some news uh you know just trying to Keep folks updated on what's new and what's hip and what's a waste of time. All right. And I, <laughs> this one is uh, in the what's hip and what might also be a waste of time idea. Uh, there is some folks who came up with right, W-R-I-T-E dot F-M. So, Cliff, if you go to right dot F-M. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing about the service. Okay, it's supposed to be, not supposed to be, it is. It's a, it's a file sharing and note sharing service. So, we're going to do this live on air. Right dot F-M. Okay. And what it allows you to do is, so just type um, Business Tech Weekly, okay? Okay, Business in the text area. And if you're listening live, you can do this too. All right. So just write that, okay? And then in the, in the URL area for write.fm, I'm gonna write, do. B, write BTW. BTW, okay, yep. and hit so save. So if you're listening, go to write.fm slash BTW. 
Okay. And you'll see Cliff just wrote that note, Business Tech Weekly, which is great, right? Yeah. But here's the thing, Cliff. I can go, and if I delete that, uh-huh. it's gone. Yeah. That's the, that's the new one. So it's this great like open service for sharing notes and things like that, but there's no security whatsoever. And if that's their plan, that's fine. But it's this like really quick, crazy quick way to share notes, files, things like that. I don't know what the limitations are. Obviously, it's a very simple service. But I was just thinking at it, thinking about it, and someone in the comments of the of the article that I saw in Mashable was saying, you know, someone could go in and change my note. So it's good maybe for some uses, but I file this under one of those, like, I have no idea how I would use it. So some people use it. It came out of a company that was using it to share code back and forth. Yeah. Something like that. No, I, I, I dude, I could see, I could see lots of valuable uses. All right, and that's why I brought it up. So please, All right. So, so here's, here, here's the thing. I, now, you you haven't loaded it since you loaded it the first time. Do you still see Business Tech Weekly? Uh, let me see. Uh, no, I deleted it, so now it's gone. All right. So now, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to refresh it again. Uh huh. All right. So now it's actually still got Business Tech Weekly there. Huh. That's crazy. <clears throat> anyway, um, it, it, I could see. You know, obviously, Google Wave is going to be better for something like this than than what this is. But here, here's the situation. What if you wanted to collaborate or it, what if you wanted to create something just real quick? The only mm-hmm. thing is, here's what I want to see. I'm going to, I'm going to type in one, two, three, and then I'm going to do four, five, eight, and nine. We've and, got listeners in here right now. <laughs> They're writing in the same thing we are. Well, I don't see they wrote, them. I don't see they wrote, them. They wrote, we can add two question mark. Yeah. Uh, oh, and yeah. And matter of fact, the, the fact that we're all adding now that just negated everything that i did mm-hmm. unless they took my numbers and deleted it no i didn't delete them okay so here's what i want to do is i actually want to try this i want to do i'm going to delete everybody i'm going to do all one right, two three five seven nine all right and i'm going to hit refresh and tell me if you see those numbers with you know with all the numbers i skipped all right i'm refreshing refreshing you should see like one two three five seven and nine yeah that's it I'm going to clear my cash or something. Hi, James Divin here. <laughs> oh, okay. See, that's a long time ago. Okay, forget it. This site, this is the service is completely a waste of time. Let's <laughs> let's move on. Can well, that's why just an example. It's like don't get don't get you know new thing. Don't get distracted yeah. by it. So. Might, as, might as well just get Google Docs. I, the, what I was going to say is what could be valuable is the fact that you don't have to share the document. By golly, it's just there. Right. You right. know, if, if it was like Google Docs and you could just say, hey, everybody, come, let's participate this. And you only share the address, by the way, mm-hmm. with the people who you know are going to, you know, abide by whatever kind of, you know, stuff you want to do. So, right. uh, yeah, but anyway, but yeah, that service specific, specifically, totally a piece of trash. And, and we'll just move forward. I'm sure it's not a complete piece of trash. Otherwise, it wouldn't, it was, it was good for them. I just don't see that it's going to like, revolutionize my workflow or anything like that yeah. so well anyway as far as what it, my uses i could not see myself using it especially yeah, you when put it, you would put it in the wastebasket it's in the wastebasket complete <laughs> piece of trash in my opinion but anyway how do you really feel now, I, all I, right I, now, i'll on. hold back my true feelings hey stephen cross uh i like that guy friend of ours love that i mean anyway just a great guy uh, but he sent me this article and i'm actually going to use this which is you can transfer your Google number to your Google Apps account. Uh-huh. And the reason that's significant is because I had to get another Google Voice number because my original number I signed up with was not a part of my Google Apps account. So I had to abandon that one 
and get a different one for my Google Apps account. So uh, I was like logging out and logging in and checking my Google Voice and so forth. But he said that you can transfer your Google Voice number to your Apps account now. It doesn't say you can, but he said it can be done via this form that I have a link to in our show notes. Well, so. let me just read this to you. It says, update, Google Voice product manager Craig Walker confirms that the apps transfer is not supported right now, and it was only done for a small group of testers. Sorry, all. The, the good news, he says it will. there will be a way to transfer your voice account to Google Apps once the new Google app, G Apps features that are being tested out right now launch. In the meantime, I'm removing the link to the request form from this post. Update. After I published this post, Google added a very strong language <laughs> to that uh, to that from anyway, form, let's see, to that form. Okay, it's added strange strong language to that form insisting that transfers to G apps accounts are in all caps not supported. So Cliff, says, please tell me why Google, with its very best customers, which are Google Apps customers, uh-huh. unless they just want data and maybe they're not getting enough data from us or getting more from Gmail users. But like, I, I went to the paid Google Apps because I do some testing on some things that only Google Apps paid customers can do. Yeah, and and I'm just curious, like, why do you hold back from your paid customers? I guess I just don't get that. I I don't understand. I, the only thing I can think of is that they're not. It's not. It's not stable enough for them to. To, to coincide with what they have as their guidelines for 99.9% uptime. Okay, I get you. That's a, that's a really good answer, Cliff. Yeah. You just come up with that? I thought about it a little while. Not like 30 like five seconds. minutes ago? Or? About 30 seconds ago, yeah. Nice. Okay, that's still fresh. <laughs> anyway, well, I'm glad you shot my update down. So anyway. <laughs> I just wanted to just throw it out there Thanks for, for nothing, Stephen Cross. I, I'm kidding. We'll I, see. I, how long, how, when did you put those up? Did you put that up yesterday? Uh, he sent me that link a couple days ago. Yeah, because I, I read that at like 4.50 this morning, and I was like, oh, I'm going to go check that out. And Hey, the next one I have is, uh, have you ever participated in Mac Heist? I have. Okay. Well, you know, it's the, for those who don't know, it's, and please explain, I've only participated once, but basically it's a bunch of uh, desktop software that you can download for dirt cheap, and they have this thing where, you know, if a certain amount of people buy it, they unlock other apps and so it's it's or, or other programs i should say software uh but it's always been desktop based well there's a site called app sumo a-p-p-s-u-m-o appsumo.com and it is like it but it's all cloud-based software and they actually have another uh link to one of the deals includes um their business cards from uh, a really cool business card company but it has something like 575 dollars worth of services for 55 bucks and half of it goes to um, clean up the Gulf oil, Gulf oil spill or something like that. But I think it's pretty cool. It's got paid, it's got the paid levels of Batchbook, a CRM. Uh, it's got uh, Mailchimp paid accounts, Freshbook paid accounts. It's got the business card. It's got a couple more. But I really like this model of a bunch of companies getting together. It's sort of the entrepreneur startup pack and, and bundling them together. And, you know, it's not, it's not going to like take care of your business for a year. But, like, for instance, the FreshBooks one, it gives you $120 of credit towards their service. So you can use lots of different levels uh, right. of FreshBooks, like their lowest one's 10 or 20 or something like that. But uh, I really like this idea. I love this model. It's sort of like Woot, but a little bit more, so, sort of between Woot and, and Mac Heist. Yeah. Uh, 
But I thought our listeners would enjoy knowing that, you know, if you've heard some of the things we talked about and you want to get a little bit more robust services, like I use the free MailChimp, but I may upgrade because MailChimp added some social services uh, tracking that I might be interested in. You know, I could uh, I could have that now uh, if I got this AppSumo. So I don't know. It's just it's pretty low risk, fifty five bucks for all those services, and worth checking out. I think very cool. Let's talk about real quickly here. Batchbook is a social media CRM, uh, so that's a client relationship manager that allows you to manage contacts and conversations. Yep. I personally prefer um, High Rise myself because I've been using it and I love it. Yeah. Uh, the next one is MailChimp makes email marketing and list management a breeze. I absolutely love that. I do use them. And uh, my feelings on MailChimp is that it's awesome. And, of course, you don't need to buy anything if you're starting a list. Uh, free for life for the first 500 subscribers. So yeah, or 300 or 3,000 messages a month, or three which is th- a lot. Yeah, that's yeah. a lot. Um, and let's see here. The next one is Moo Cards. I personally despise these little things. I think if you can't afford... <laughs> business, business cards, you mean? Yeah, these little tiny moo... They're moo cards is what they call them. Yeah. And uh, they're they're basically 1.1... 1. 1, yeah, 1.1 1. 1 inches by 2.76 inches. And uh, they get lost in the little tiny lip inside of my wallet, by golly. <laughs> and so they're they're absolutely annoying. I hate them. And I typically, you know, if you hand me a Moo card, probably what I'm going to do is just hold it in my hand. And as soon as I round the corner, the first garbage can I see, I'm going to drop it in there. But I'll tell you how I really feel later. Um, Uh, When we're off air. When we're off air. I don't want to offend anybody. FreshBooks is the fastest way to track your time and your clients. I actually considered FreshBooks. Yeah. Uh, Basically, this is just a, it's a neat little tool that allows you to, invoice clients and it tracks your invoices for you and 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 stuff like that um i actually ended up going to quickbooks online and of course it's got invoicing built in so i decided to just go with the service that has everything else that i do with my clients and invoicing and tracking money and stuff yeah and i don't think it does just invoicing i think it does time tracking Yeah, I think it's more of a full. I mean, it's like QuickBooks, but it's it's not. It's just a different company. I remember right. my understanding is it does. Oh yes, your books, you know what I mean. Oh, that's right. I'm thinking of somebody else. Um, there is there is one that actually just does invoices. Yeah. So maybe. That's right. But anyway, so yeah, FreshBooks and it integrates with, you know, I think HiRise connects with, um, you know, FreshBooks and so does uh, I know, um, BatchBook. You know, connects with them. So it's one of those things where they. They'll talk to each other, you know. Form here's one. Form stack makes creating online forms a breeze. I've never seen this before, but becoming become a form building rock star with Form Stack's <laughs> easy to use online form builder. Click, drag, and drop your way to smart, powerful online forms. Create secure order forms, event registration, surveys, contact forms, and many other types of online form in minutes without the hassle of coding or programming. With features like conditional logic, smart routing, and advanced data reporting features, you can customize the way you collect and manage your data. Formstack even integrates with some of your favorite online tools like PayPal, Salesforce, FreshBooks, and MailChimp to make life easier. Click here to buy now. (laughs) Anyway. Very cool. here's Here's what I think about the form builder. I think, it again, if you need it, it's great for you. But I think for a person starting off, you can create forms with Google Docs. You can create, if you want a form to have people, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm working with BatchBook now, so 
they have really customized intake forms for different people. So there's total, I mean, that's a total different level of customization than, than I had with high rise. So there, there, I just, again, if you feel like you need it for event registration, things like that, but I would, I would go the route of things that are already, I'm already using. I don't want to add another service just for that, but that's just me. So. Right. Very cool. All right. So moving on. Uh, hey, yeah. What's this? What's this movement? A change in your habits? Cliff? I changed a habit. Believe what? it or not. Uh, yes, I know. I you did know it, me. Did it hurts. It, it's every time I, I change something, it hurts. You know, it's painful. Change is painful. All right, what'd you do? I don't like change. Um, well, I actually dumped Firefox this morning. I finally gave up. I I, up, I finally had to upgrade to the latest, latest version of Firefox, 3.6123789 or whatever. Uh, right. Anyway, I, I thought it might fix some of the, you know, random crashing, needing to restart my browser, you know, once or twice a day and, and all this other stuff. Anyway, did it fix my issues? No. Uh, it it actually, actually started working a little bit better in some areas. Uh, I needed to, inst- oh gosh, I had to upgrade my Flash. I had to do all so- sorts of other things. Well, guess what? The thing I do most in my browser is email, and right. it started messing up with my Y stamp. I couldn't actually get Y stamp to actually easily use the little drop down arrow button to to paste my 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 signature in there anymore. And hmm. uh, I went over to um, I actually if I signed out of that account and signed into a different uh, user account on my um, Google Apps, it would work. It, but it, it's it's obviously something I didn't change anything in the settings on that account. It definitely was something about, um, you know, with Firefox. Well, anyway, I just switched over to to Google Chrome, and I'm a happy camper. I, I've, what do you What do you miss if anything? Uh, so far, I don't miss anything. I've only been doing Come it on. since four o'clock Cliff. this morning. Seriously, no, nothing. I well, I used to. I mean, I was using Permatabs. Uh, you know, Permatabs right. is something I think right. we talked about a long time ago. Favorite, yeah, but let's refresh the audience. The idea is that Permatabs you can actually make make it. Um, to where a tab is always available. I mean, it will not close. There's no X button. It's yeah, if your browser's there. open, it's open. Period. Exactly. And when you load your browser, all your permatabs all come back right the way you programmed them. Mm-hmm. I also used a, a little uh, add-on called Favicontize. Favicontize. And it actually would take the it would take out all the wording and just leave the little favicon. And so yep. your tabs were just you know little tiny nubs. And and so the, I, every time I would load load the uh, browser up, it would load up you know my Google Calendar, my email, uh, my Google Voice, and all these other little services. Well, you know what? I don't have that stuff. Of course, it probably would work with the extensions in Chrome. I don't know, but I really don't care anymore because what I did is I actually just went into my bookmarks toolbar in Firefox and I created the very first. Um, uh, bookmarks on my toolbar are email, calendar, voice, and spreadsheet and high rise. Mm-hmm. And then I just synced my bookmarks toolbar using X marks on my cr- on Firefox. And then I synced on Chrome. And by mm-hmm. golly, those those little marks are always there. And get this, I'm finding myself less uh, uh, distracted by my email because I used to have that little email mm. open all the time. And I yeah. don't like that. I don't like to be sitting there constantly monitoring and knowing when email comes in. Now yeah. I physically have to, you know, I have physically have to click on the hyperlink or the bookmark for my email right. to load my email. And so that's if, a good workaround, though, because in Chrome you could actually just uh, if you take the whole name off of the bookmark uh-huh. in the tab, will it still just have the favorite con? Uh, I th- 
I don't know. I've never tried that. That'd be a way of, it's almost like having your permatabs and, you know, having just, just the favicon, but you know, they're not, they're not in, they're not open windows yet. So Um, I hope that goes well for you. Yeah. Thanks. Um, I'll tell you what, if nothing else, you could do what I did with some of the other, my, my other ones. Um, I've got like, uh, Twitter. I just put TW Hootsuite is HS. Uh, Facebook is FB. So there, there's all kinds of stuff you can do. But so I moved, I moved over to Chrome and, and I like it. Well, I'm glad I, I, uh, I think I'll go there eventually. I think I'm just missing a few, uh, a few plugins, but, uh, was there a Chrome update recently that I may have missed? Cause I'm getting a lot of crashes on my flash on Chrome. I don't know. I haven't, I haven't updated uh flash on Chrome, uh, well, and since I've had my iMac hmm. and yeah. so it's still That's working. Crash, Oh well. No Alrighty. And then uh you want to say something about uh Air Sketch for iPad. Yeah. This is a sweet little app. And I don't do very many presentations every year. Okay. Uh but if you were gonna do a lot of presentations and you wanted to incorporate your iPad with that, essentially it's this. It's an app that uh allows you to show whatever's on your iPad screen within that within that uh application, within the Air Sketch app. And you can then bring up the uh, a URL in the network. And so let's just say I pulled up a map on my within this application. So it has to be a, you pull them down from your pictures in your in your iPad. I pull up a, a map and then I want to draw on the map. Yeah. Whatever I'm drawing on my screen is projected on this URL. Ah. So I could be at a meeting and I could pull up an image or let's just say you're going to evaluate a web page. Okay. You could pull up a screenshot of that web page you have saved on your iPad, and then you can draw on it, and it's going to update almost simultaneously. I mean, it's, it's a fraction of a, you know, tenth of a second slower, but from when you touch your uh, iPad and you draw something, it will show up on the web. That's nice. Which is pretty sweet, I think. It's just, it's the next, it, it, they're getting closer to having that, you know, that live connection between your iPad and, uh, you know, a presentation, if you will, so they can really share the screen. So pretty pretty slick, I think. Very cool. Uh, five bucks. Five bucks. That sounds like it might be worth it. That might be something I actually consider because there are t- many times when I'm actually I'm getting ready to create some uh, video training products on how to use your mixer and stuff like that, and it'd be nice to be able to just draw with my fingers mm-hmm. on. I, I could. I guess I could bring up an image of the mixer. Yep. That's exactly what you do. Yeah. I mean, and for me, I just took a literal. I just on my iPad. You know, you hit the power button and the other power button, whatever those two things are called, your home button and the power button. I took a screenshot and then I just, you know, that's automatically saved. And then I brought that up and then I'm drawing on it. So I could see actually you doing a whole presentation using just that app because you just have to cycle through, you know, your, uh, those pictures, you know. So Very it's cool. pretty, pretty slick. You can resize the pictures and reposition them. And uh, I think, I think there's a lot of good applications for it. And, that whole air family, air sketch, air display, all that stuff. Uh, I'm a fan. Very cool. Well, I will, I, I'll tell you what, I'll probably go buy that as soon as I can weasel my iPad out of my kids' hands. <laughs> <sighs> hey, one more quick uh, iPad note is you have the in-case, correct? I do. The in-case the convertible, convertible, convertible book. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I picked one up. Uh, actually, I got one on eBay, which is awesome. It was like, it was too clunky, so they didn't want it. So it was barely used, but if there's one flaw, what do you think it has? Do you think it has a flaw? Uh, I mean, I I think that... Like major. Oh, major flaw? No. 
I think there's a major flaw. What is All it? Right, so, so when you stand your iPad up and you put it in one of the grooves, yes. right? Yes. Right? It can slide out. It can. Right? Okay. Mine doesn't, I, but it can. It can. It can. And, and I think if you use your case enough, it can actually pretty consistently slide out. So it's just a little shift, but it's not, it's not centered at that point. So what I did, and this might be sacrilegious to some, but not to me, is I took a very, I bought double-sided Velcro, uh-huh. and I put a very, very small piece of Velcro on the back of my iPad at the edge. Uh, and <gasps> Andy. I know. I know. Seriously? But you know what? I paid $500, so I can do whatever I want with it. So, All right. Uh, and then I put a very small piece of Velcro on the case. And so, I mean, literally like quarter of an inch by half an inch, something like that. And then, so when it's in there, and it, the Velcro is connected, and it doesn't slide out. Nice. So if we have that case, I think it's the Achilles heel of it. But it's a great case; I love it. Um, and I don't take it out very often. I know you usually keep yours naked, but yeah. I leave mine in my case because I have a two-year-old who loves an iPad. So, very yeah. Cool. So there you go. There's a quick fix for the week. Alrighty. Hey, we got two voicemails from Scott Priestley. We're gonna uh, take both of those, and we also got a message from Brent Green. So, uh, what's that? Said sweet. Sweet. Yes. All right. So here is, we're going to start off with the very old message that he left a long time ago about mind maps. Take it away, Scott. Hi, Cliff and Andy. Hey, this is Scott Priestley calling from Lionshare Software uh, for your Business Tech Weekly podcast. I wanted to respond to you guys about your discussion of mind maps. Uh, I think they definitely have their place for graphically sort of sorting out uh, complex thoughts or structures. Uh, you mentioned outlining. I do that uh, a lot for project planning uh, and task planning, but sometimes there's just something that I need to uh, work out sort of graphically uh, and, and use a mind map for it. One example is like the areas of my life uh, to manage them. I put a picture of me in the middle, my ugly mug, and then branch out from there with uh, health, finances, spirituality, uh, home, and work. And each one of those categories branches out further into specific things I'm working on. So the, the home uh, category might have uh, tasks I'm working on or my honey-do list. Uh, the work category might have some business development ideas or products that I'm working on. Um, so that's how I like to use that. I've actually shared them uh, with my wife. I've shared them with coaches, and I've shared them with, uh, with counselors. Uh, the other great area is if you want to teach something, uh, if you want to teach someone or learn, learn a complex subject. When I was getting certified on Microsoft Dynamics software, uh, I made a mind map of all the different areas of the finance portion and branched out uh, down into uh, yeah, as deeply as I could possibly get it and used that for studying purposes. And then later I could use that mind map as a reference uh, when, where certain commands were or uh, where to study from. Uh, I found a really interesting mind map online uh, that, that demonstrated Dale Carnegie's how to win friends and influence people at the MindMeister site. And I think it's, uh, it's really a, a, a cool explanation or demonstration of how mind maps work. Um, a lot of times, though, I end up just using a legal pad and pens uh, to do this on a scratch pad. But if it's something I'm going to keep around, I like to do it in a program just to make it look a little, uh, little neater. Uh, there's lots of great tools on the uh, the iPhone, on the PC, on the Mac. Uh, you name it, uh, they're available, uh, both free, open source, and, uh, and commercially available products. That's my feedback. Uh, thanks for the show. You guys do a wonderful job. Love listening to it. Uh, keep it up. 
All right. Thank you so much. And I'll tell you what, when it comes to mind mapping software, you know what? I'm convinced that it would be totally awesome. And I'm not sure if we brought this up last week. I just need straight lines and 90 degree angles. <laughs> All right. So I'm looking at MindMeister and these these little tiny curves that, I mean, we are talking zero symmetry, my my friends. I need symmetry. And, Darn it. And I want symmetry. I want, I want. Someone please, someone please who has some access to t-shirt making, uh, you know, equipment, please make Cliff a t-shirt that says, I need symmetry. I need sim- symmetry. Or bumper uh, sticker or something, please. I need symmetry and give me straight lines and 90 degree angles. That That's the tagline. Straight. I need symmetry, ninety degrees, uh, angle, ninety degree angles, and straight lines, and that's all I need. And this ashtray, <laughs> and it's, oh, I got that one. Oh, I'm so glad that's you so got that one. That that's is so cool. And this, what do you call it? Is that that paddle? Yes, <laughs> the paddle. paddle. <laughs> oh, they're shooting at the cans. Get away from the cans. <laughs> I love that movie. Uh, we're of course for those who don't know, we're talking about the jerk. Anyway. I, that's all I need. That's a movie, not his co-host. Exactly. There you go. Movie, Steve Martin, the jerk. And this Great. remote control and this chair. All right. <laughs> and what's anyway. What's dog's name? I don't remember. <laughs> it's a cuss word. <laughs> anyway, let's move on to Scott's next call. This is about contact management software. I think you might be interested in hearing this, Andy. Hey, Cliff and Andy. This is Scott Priestley from Lionshare Software. I'm listening to episode 40 of Business Tech Weekly and listening to you guys talk about uh, contact management and the need really for a ubiquitous client that integrates um, you know, well with, uh, as, as Andy was requesting, for uh, integration with, with Google. And, and he's saying Gmail. Uh, but let me tell you something. This is actually a product that my company, Lionshare Software, is working on currently. Um, it, uh, we haven't really released a whole lot of information about it yet because it's still in the design stages. But uh, suffice it to say that it's, it's an extension of contact management software that will allow you to manage your activities and your tasks uh, as an extension of, of Google, uh, of your Gmail contacts, of your Google Calendar, of Google Tasks, of Google uh, Documents, and, uh, and integrate it into a CRM type of application. Uh, I agree completely with you guys. It's very important to have that sharing and that integration between all of your applications. And if it's a, uh, a tool that a lot of people use and love, like uh, like Google, then uh, then so be it. Uh, again, Scott Priestley, Lionshare Software. Love your show. Uh, look forward to uh, listening to many more. All righty. Thank you so much, Scott. And what do you think about that, Andy? Is that some, something It sounds to me like he's working on right. something that you might be interested in. Need some beta testers, my friend? Seriously, I, it's... You know, I just do so much work and rely, and like I said earlier in, in the show, I'm, I'm a paid Google Apps user now. You know, I, I just, I do so much work in there. I think I have so much power. I'm always trying to bring things that pull back into to Google. Um, man, I just, you know, I just want something that works and makes my workflow more effective. And it's just so frustrating to have to kind of bounce in between things. And I don't know if that passes your, uh, you know, not having one company rule the world test, but. Um, you know, I, I would love to see that incorporate, um, w- you know, have them talk to each other. So that, that, that would be great. Please, uh, you know, I've got his email, so I'll shoot him an email, but I'd love to, uh, love to see it. 
Very cool. Well, I'll tell you what, that is going to wrap it up for what we have to share this week. And of course, we'll be back next week. I think, Andy, you made a switch. You left High Rise. I have left High Rise. I, I feel like I cheated on someone too. by saying that. But. I seriously feel like you have totally cheated on me. <laughs> I, Good thing not, we're not married, so it doesn't matter. I, I tell you what, I can't believe you did that. Anyway, we're, I'm going to give you a hard time about it next week. You're going to tell me why you did it, why you have to justify it and all. And, <laughs> and I don't have to justify it. I will explain it. All right. You can explain it next week. Why, why you left High Rise and who you went to. And this week. <laughs> what did you say? This week. Who I went to this week. And still Scott gives me the new program. Then I'll switch to his. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. Anyway, so anyway, if, if anybody wants to find out what CRM Andy is using this week uh, <laughs> tune in next week and we'll tell you all about it and of course Brent I want to say thank you in advance for your call and your question about consulting stuff and uh, we'll try to get to that next week and folks hey we want your questions your comments your feedback is valuable to us and helps us continue to have great content for our show give us a call 859-795-4067 again that phone number one more time is 859 859- Seven nine five four zero six seven. Andy, where can they find you on Twitter, my friend? At Andy Traub, A-N-D-Y-T-R-A-U-B. And if you want to hear some opinions, go to andytraub.com. I've got plenty of them. Awesome. And of course, you can follow me on Twitter at twitter.com slash gspn. And by the way, big, huge day here today. I talked about the my... Um, thinking behind the idea of going to either like ning.com or BuddyPress for my online community. That's podcast episode number 50 of Social Media Serenity. You can go over to socialmediaserenity.com and grab that episode. My assistant, my virtual assistant has already posted that online. Again, that's socialmediaserenity.com episode number 50. It is a podcast talking about the benefits and drawbacks of either using ning.com or buddypress.org. And, uh, yeah, lots of fun stuff happening. Anyway, we'll be back. Yes. We are three members away from 400 for the community. So please, friends, join the community. Be number 400. Be number 400. Absolutely. Or 398, 399. (laughs) Or even 401. Bring your whole family. Bring the whole (laughs) family. Exactly. Anyway, folks, thank you. And, yeah, head over to gspn.tv slash plus. And you can find out more information about that. Andy, we'll be back again next week. And I look forward to seeing some more wonderful show notes just like today. Awesome stuff. Thank you. No problem, brother. Been fun. All right. Until next time, everybody, join the community.